and fun uh you know it's been a minute so i'm gonna say the fucking catchphrase the video game podcast we talk about anything under the video game sun and fyi today's episode is episode sloking so a little little bit different here uh the mythical horse who may or may not exist could not make it this week which is it's it's okay it's all right you know life happens but you know we're we're still here to get pixels back on a normal basis but I am not alone. We got Dom with us this week. Hey, my nickname is Amaldo. It's a pleasure to be here. Unle- unlike the quantum horse who right now is not here. <laughs> so, yep, it'll uh, just potentially be the two of us. We'll see if we'll have any uh, special guests come on throughout the episode. So, you know, stay tuned. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said... I think we got a voicemail, or voicemail, wow, sorry, I fucking wish we had a voicemail. Call the Pixels line, damn it. We have a phone call to make. (laughs) We'll be right back. Yes, I see. Good news, everyone. And welcome back, you guys, to the news guy. We got some stuff to talk about for this week. Um, I'm going to get all the Pokemon news out of the way. Uh, from now, as as of this episode, oh shit, never mind. Uh, because when this episode comes out, it'll be Halloween. So you have until tomorrow if you listen to this episode. But you know, part two of the Halloween event in Pokemon Go, we have costumed, uh, Punkaboo and Gorgeist with costumed Vulpix and Ninetales and costumed Gengar. You know totally legit cool way to end the Halloween event um you know if you're a fan of them ghosties you know best of luck hopefully you got some shinies because uh word on the street is that it's it's been just awful for for shiny odds this this event um for those of you who play cafe remix because I know we do have some listeners uh it just had a major update it's now up to 3.5 and has added the altered delivery feature and has included outfit grades, which for some of your Pokemon, for some of your staff, uh, you get outfits. And if you just so happen to pull the same outfit out of a gotcha, right, out of the delivery function, you level up the, the outfit level. And the higher the outfit level, the, the higher the puzzle score is, and even a boost to the score when you're clearing for uh, certain gimmicks. Uh, and as I mentioned just a moment ago, the delivery has been updated. And so now, instead of just one option, now it has two. One right now is a new five-star Eevee outfit delivery. And then the other one has a focus on Dragonite and Zorua. And then also, another like legendary encounter event has happened similar to Dialga. It's through the one-minute cooking. Uh, it runs until November 9th. So you still got some time as you are listening to this. But Palkia has made its cafe remix debut. So if you want, if you want them, if you want the uh, space dragon, you know, feel free. It, it does take a little bit of grind work. You need five thousand coins to redeem for the Palkia, but it, it, it's not too bad. It, it took me, it took me about an hour or so. Um, speaking of that, uh, Pokemon Masters EX has a new update. Uh, we'll be getting daily gems, so starting November 1st, you'll be able to purchase daily gem bundles, which include daily gifts of Moo Candy Coins and other Sync Orb training boosts, giving you twice the Sync Orbs from training and offering double battle points. Ooh, I'm excited for that one. But the uh, Sync pair that's coming out of this update is Hilda, which is the female protagonist from Black and White 1, 
paired with Victini. So I am super fucking hyped over this. Um, and then uh, that covers it as far as like mobile game wise. We got a new Pokemon reveal for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. And it's 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 adorable. It is called Gravard. And Dom, I am copying the image and I will be posting it in the podcast record channel for you. Mm-hmm. It is a pure ghost type. Yes. It is a doggo. It's the good boy. It's very much good boy, and apparently with this Pokemon, it the more it plays with you, the more it drains your life force. So, like, the more you play with this dog to make it happy, you fucking die. Yes, I know. It's a very good boy who's very, very dangerous and deadly. Yes, very much so. And I will 100% be running one on the team. And Oh, my God. I can't wait. Because, you know, I'm thinking, man, Scarlet and Violet is literally right around the fucking corner. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, and, uh, I have some news regarding my Pokemon Garage. Oh, yep, yeah, what is it? I wait December. Oh, dumb. I don't have the components for my computer yet, and I need more money. I'm sorry. How dare you. I apologize. <laughs> Excuse me. But yeah, Graveyard, good. good. <laughs> Excuse me. My apologies. But yeah, Graveyard, Graveyard, good boy. You best boy. I will give my life away if means of this puppy having fun and being a good boy. Yes. Also, for those of you who are listening, uh, this week coming on the 4th, so that is this upcoming Friday, the Switch OLED edition of Pokemon Scarlet and Violet is coming out this Friday. So, you know, good luck if you... If you are wanting to get one. So, Dom, do you have any news for the moment before I read my second article? I don't. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) I I did legit uh, spend time getting news before the podcast started and didn't you? All right. So, everybody, uh, I I don't know if we talked about this last week, but uh, we know that the Witcher game is, is getting the first one a remake. Right. But uh, but regarding news about The Witcher, I also wanted to bring some news about The Witcher's uh, Netflix series, which some of us are a fan of. I personally am a huge fan of The Witcher series in Netflix, and I nearly cried when I heard these news. Uh, oh, don't Witchers get has I'm recast Gerald. Boo! Yeah, they, they recasted Gerald, which had Henry Cavill leaving after season three. So after season three, he'll be leaving. Uh, Cavill will be passing down his medallion and sword to Liam Hemsworth. Netflix has announced via its official website that Henry Cavill is out as Gerald of Rivia, with Liam Hemsworth recast as the Witcher protagonist for the newly announced season four, and presumably beyond. The Witcher's third season is set to debut this summer, and it will be Cavill's last hurrah as as Gerald of Rivia. As with the greatest of literary characters, I pass down the torch with revenge for the time spent embodying Gerald and enthusiasm to see Liam's take on this most fascinating and nuanced of men. Cavill said in a post shared on Instagram, Liam, good sir, this character has such wonderful depth to him. Enjoy diving in and seeing what you can find. Henry Cavill, I'm low stakes calling you out. You said you were game for seven seasons of The Witcher if Netflix would let you. Explain yourself. And I, I have been saving this sound bit for a pause in this uh, in this news article, Mr. Dom. But uh, after season Go three, ahead. this is going to be my attitude towards The Witcher. I don't know what the fuck just happened, but I don't really care. I'm going to get the fuck up out of here. Shit, I'm out. Mm, I agree. The recasting will surely encompass a disappointment for many fans. We are included. We like Henry Cavill over here at PC Gamer because he is one of us, and he's done a pretty good job of drawing out General's emotional and intellectual complexity. Does Liam Hemsworth paint miniatures? Does he build gaming PCs? We don't know, and we are characteristically afraid of the unknown. 
Um, it would seem uh, most people are drawing out uh, like this. The article's over, but I would just wanted to uh, throw some opinions. Um, most people think that it's either that uh, Henry Cavill was being a, uh, wasn't being honest about being with The Witcher, and he was asking for too much money, and that's why he bailed out on the uh, on the Netflix series. Uh, the other theory that, that has been running around on the interwebs is that because he's now recasted. Not recasted, but he's returning as Superman on the on Warner Brothers DC movies. Uh, he won't be having time, and he had to cut his losses with uh, Netflix Witchers, uh, with Netflix uh, Witcher series. There's also some running uh, theories that maybe Cavill has been tired and uh, of of the showrunners not taking the writing material seriously, with multiple instances uh, re- detailing how he claims that he only his only condition to play uh, uh, the Witcher is that they stay true to the source material and uh, the and there's also I believe another news article of one of the ex ex writers of the of the show this saying that they uh, the writers were mocking the source material for the Witcher so there's some running theories out there there's a lot of heat going on there's a lot of mistrust going on uh, but I don't think that should uh, like this is also for you, Gingy. I don't think people should, you know, just throw away the towel immediately because of Henry Cavill. I know right. that is. I mean, gonna I'm, I'm going to give Liam a chance. Right? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give Liam a chance, but I, I, I'm going to say right out the fucking gate right now, I do not like it because what, what, what happened to cause Henry to to leave The Witcher? Like, it's not just oh, well, I'm bored by like no that's that's a bunch of bullshit like what what exactly I, happened I, I workshopped a theory uh with somebody who's also uh very into the movies and stuff uh that basically one of the things is that netflix has been losing a lot of money they have been losing money like crazy they've been having dealing with so much uh, they had to cut losses so much uh, thanks to new streaming services bringing the hot things to the table. Uh, Disney Plus is hugging a lot of subscribers. Uh, their new prices also kicked off a lot of subscribers. And also, you know, HBO and uh, Game of Thrones, uh, uh, House of the Dragon, as well as the other one that is the Rings of Power series, uh, basically stealing away a lot of attention from Netflix. So I hear, I hear that Netflix doesn't have a lot more money, and obviously Liam Hensworth is probably not worth uh, nearly as much as Henry Cavill. So that might have been an economic right. decision from the showrunner's point. Uh, there's also the fact that obviously... Uh, Henry Cavill must uh, is wants to stick as true to the source material as possible, and maybe he's him being a little unhappy opened the doors and was just convenient to them to say, "Hey, uh, we will you don't like us with the way we're going with this. Maybe you should leave because we are also because they are like we also want to cut our cut more of our costs because the Witcher series is is really cool, but let's be honest, in the grand scheme of things, it hasn't been a bl- blockbuster of a series it no, hasn't it, been it really hasn't. cracked as many records as, as as we would like right and it's a very expensive show it's oh, a very oh, 100%. expensive show and, and even then like uh, i know they're resetting the dc universe so i know henry cavill is mm. coming back as superman but, so yeah you know, go, i don't fucking figure. think i don't think that there is like a nuke that went off that just basically destroyed having henry cavill being a, the witcher I think it's more like a, an amalgamation of a lot of things just, you know, fit into place for this decision. But we'll have to stop and see. Who knows? Maybe the third season will be very cool, and then the fourth season it will be trash, and, uh, and, and then we see why he left. Or maybe the fourth season doesn't even happen at all, because the, the third season was the one that uh, took the last draw. Who right. knows? Uh, we only, uh, I, I personally ask everybody to keep an open mind before they start making their assumptions. I remember that last time we talked about news, uh, we talked about the Bayonetta voice actress. Yeah. Apparently, the companies have uh, have mentioned that they actually were going to pay her three thousand, four thousand per session, not for the entire project. Uh, and there's like two okay. different companies that are backing each other up. So yeah, and basically, you know, I don't know who to believe in anymore, but I don't mm-hmm. think that we should be jumping to conclusions. Right, this to wait and see. Um, yeah, I, wait I'm and gonna see, keep an open mind. Right. 
I'm gonna pull some uh, ginger magic voodoo bullshit here for a second. Um, you know, I'm gonna reach down into the portal and I'm gonna rip out a motherfucker. And you guys, if you've obviously listened to the show at this point, because you know we've been running for 199 fucking episodes, you should remember his voice. I mean, it's gotten a little deeper because you know he's not so much as a baby anymore. But uh, howdy, Riley. Yo, what's up, gamers? It's Pixels199. So, you kind of... Holy! Ah, yeah! Do, do you have any opinions on the whole Witcher thing, Riley? Because I know you came in while we were, like, mid-discussion with it. I've never seen the show. I just think it's kind of humorous that uh, good old Henry Cavill um, suddenly exited from the show, uh, even though... I remember seeing a news article. This was posted on the Poorly Aged Things Twitter account, one of my favorite Twitter accounts, where Henry Cavill is, quote-unquote, committed to the seven-season plan of The Witcher. (laughs) So, guess not. (laughs) Guess not, yeah. Yeah, but I've never seen it. I've never played Witcher. I've never seen Witcher. Oh, Riley, you're missing out, dude. I've never seen Man of Steel or Justice League. I've never seen any of it. Henry okay, Cavill, this is a gaming who that? Podcast. Who's Henry Cavill? <laughs> Not a don't know him. Uh, all right, um, Henry Cavill. Last bit of news for you guys: uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Even though the game is damn near irrelevant at this point, the second mythical distribution has begun in the U.S. and Canada. Runs from now until November twelfth. If you go to Target in the U.S. or GameStop in Canada. You will be given a code for the mythical Pokemon of Marshadow. So, you know, go nuts. Punchy ghost. Punchy ghost. Very much punchy ghost. That will make a lot of people fucking rage quit. Just like, I am about to rage quit out of fucking Pokemon Go. I swear to God. Ugh. Anyway. Stop playing let's, Pokemon uh... Go during the podcast. <laughs> let's uh, go ahead and hop into the next segment ladies and gentlemen we will be right back as soon as i can find the sound bit out of all my bullshit here it is here here, here it welcome back you guys to the games that we have played riley no, that cut out that cut out you fucked it up you gotta do it again oh it it, did, it it may have cut out for you guys but i have obs running so it, it oh yeah it. i forgot about that dude craig works now this is this is an outdated setup. Craig I don't fucking now. trust Craig worth a damn. He got upgraded. He's like super powered now. He he's super Craig. Super Craig. And it, yes, exactly. That's who he is. So anyway, Riley, it's been a hot minute. What games have you been playing? Man, I don't play video games. What are video games? Uh this actually semi awkward. What social media do you consume, friend? I watch YouTube videos where other people play video games. Okay, so what video games have you been watching professional players play? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Pokemon, mostly. That's how my entire life is spent. I actually have been playing video games. I lied to you. Uh... (laughs) one particular video game that I picked up like at the end of last week whilst extremely high at like 10pm I started playing Pokemon Ultra Moon and I played until like 2.30am and I played that a few more times and I'm like 10 hours in now and I just got to the third island and fought how and the game's pretty good Alola, good game you know it really was it really was I I have to say, like, honestly, my favorite part just overall with Gen 7 or Lola in general was the fucking uh, abandoned Supermart with fucking Mimikyu. Yeah, that is a pretty cool sequence. I'm excited to get to it again. Uh, Alright, you gotta run in Mimikyu, though. Uh, probably not, because I ran one when I played Sun. You know what? That's fair. So I'm well, trying to fair. run different different Mon this time. Uh... Oh, but yeah, it's been interesting. It's been a good time. Okay. And I was... Oh. 
I got into a kick. I was like, I, I was thinking about Alola a lot leading up to this. I listened to a podcast to recommend to our listeners if you're looking for a, a trip to the past, the time machine to when Pokemon Sun and Moon came out. Um, there's a podcast that I love called the Procrastinators Podcast. And they did an episode on Pokemon Sun and Moon like a week after it came out. And I listened to it and like they talked about all sorts of shit. And it was like, yo, Sun and Moon were awesome. And like I have a cultured a, a cartridge a, a cartridge of Ultra Moon. Cauldron, you're a witch. <laughs> yes, I am a witch. Burn I have witch. a car- I have a cartridge of Pokemon Ultra Moon that I bought for a Nuzlocke that uh, didn't work out because those games are hard to Nuzlocke. Um, and I was like, fuck it, I've never beaten the Ultra games. I'll do this, and now I've played a whole shit ton of it. Which after this, I need to commit to playing Pokemon Shield because I promised like six months ago on my YouTube channel, maybe even longer. But I was going to write a scripted video about Pokemon Sword and Shield and why I don't like them as much as the other games. And I want to, like, replay through it before I write that script. But as I said, I don't like it as much as I like other Pokemon games, so I can't, like, stomach long play sessions. You really give Sword and Shield a lot of unnecessary shit. Not a fan. That's just my personal feelings. Hey, that, I think that's fine. You know, we're not going to have a fucking argument over it. Yeah, for sure. Not my cup of tea, but maybe maybe once I finish Ultra Moon, there'll still be a Pokemon fuel in my fire that will drive me to make some sort of progress in Shield so I can start writing that video. Right. Well, I mean, since we're on the topic of fucking Pokemon, are have you decided on like version and starter for Scarlet and Violet? So granted, I haven't seen a trailer since the second trailer. I don't believe the starter evolutions have been revealed. Am I correct? That is correct. Okay, so until I know the starter evolutions, I won't know for sure because this has happened to me for two generations in a row now where I started feeling good about the water starter and then the evolution disappointed me enough that I switched sides. So it's Quaxley right now, but they could disappoint me with the evolution again and I could jump ship to, like, Sprigatito. Um... Fair enough. Um, or, or even Fue Coco. They're, they're, it's a very strong uh, starter design. I'm starting more and more to become charmed by all three of them to the point where this might even be like second place for me. Nothing will ever beat the Johto starters. I think they're the perfect trio. But this one is really fucking solid. And right now I'm I'm thinking Quaxley and Violet, but, you know, subject to change based on further information. You know what? That That's totally valid. I will say, though, 100%, I am running a fucking graveyard. It's, uh, that's, that's best doggo. H- have you have you seen the Graveheart? I have seen Graveheart. Does not impress me that much. He's just a dog. He's just a candle dog. He's a candle dog that just wants to play with you, and it's just a unfortunate coincidence that it, your life force is fucking draining. Like my Hippini in that tabletop game, they used to use draining kiss on me, and I, I never caught him. Fucking rip. I I never caught I never caught him in his shenanigans. I always thought he was just being a good baby, <laughs> when in reality he was stealing my life force. I, this is I this do. is why tabletop RPGs are fun. Shit like this. <laughs> Eventually, yep. the Pixels tabletop will come back and actually become someday. a thing someday. But there was a Pixels tabletop. Yes, there was. Uh, a friend of the show, Penguin Mage, and I were working on a system for a Pokemon tabletop. And, you know, life got in the way. But, uh, you know, now that I think about it, I'm going to reach back out to her, see if there's still interest in it, and we'll keep working on the system, and then we'll eventually start it again. But anyway, uh, anything, go. anything else, Riley? Uh, no, I think that's about it. Just a bunch of Pokemon Ultra Moon. Cool. And that's that's video games. All right. Dom, have you been playing, buddy? I've been I bought I bought a game called Chivalry 2 to compare it to Mordhau, and it was fun! Holy fuck! Chivalry 2 was just a genuinely fun experience. It was very chill. I didn't have to suffer too much. I, I enjoyed killing people, people killing me, and I didn't get too frustrated over it. It was good. It was actually a fun time. And then Mordhau got updated and it added women, so I jumped into Mordhau later after that. And it's and the new map is just uh 
It's so fucking hilarious. It's so full of traps and random shit that's on the ground that it just getting players to step on bear traps is so easy now, and it's just the best. Uh, I, I know. I just, I've just been having a lot of fun with my medieval games, not wanting to spend too much money because I'm saving up. I'm just missing two pieces from my new computer, and then after that, I can start spending shit on, uh, you know, insurance uh, and uh, and the you know the Switch and Pokemon. But yeah, no, I've basically just been playing a lot of uh, medieval slashers. Uh, yeah. uh, ah, and also I finished uh, Elden Ring for the second time with a uh, dream uh, with a headfracker and another friend, and it was that was cool. Jinji, you still owe me that game. And, I know. Uh, I'm gonna buy it for uh, PC. Yeah, that's basically what I've been doing. Fair enough. Um, <clears throat> console wise, uh, I have started. Uh, going through the Gears universe, uh, introducing it to uh, DJ. Uh, we finished Gears 1 and we started Gears 2 and we should be picking that back up uh, tomorrow, or I guess today as of recording when you are listening to this. Um, so yeah, that's that's been fun. I've also been playing Sniper Elite 5, you know, making some Nazi's head explodes, so that's always a good time. And or getting testicle shots. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, what else? I've also been dabbling in uh, playing Horizon again. Uh, Forbidden, uh, Forbidden Dawn, by the way, the first one. Because, uh, you know, I, I want to play Horizon 2. Like, that's something that I Isn't want Isn't it Horizon to Zero Dawn? Yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn is the first one, then it's Horizon Forbidden West. So my bad, I'm having a brain fart on the name. But yeah, started playing Horizon. I'm liking it. I remembered why I liked it in the first place. I'm a little sad I'm beating it, but I was told by a certain someone that if I can beat Horizon Zero Dawn, they will lend me Horizon 2. So I'm, I'm doing that. Uh... Mobile game-wise, I've been doing a lot of, you know, my usual Pokemon Go. I'm legitimately pissed off at Niantic for this because, you know, the Halloween event is it has started, right? And we're in the midst of Part 2, and Part 2 will actually wrap up the day after this uh, episode airs, so on the 1st of November. I have hatched now nine batches, so nine times nine, so 81 eggs of fucking... Uh, seven kilometer eggs you know just trying Jesus fucking christ yeah trying to get a shiny noivac because that shiny form debuted with this halloween event but the downside is is that the noibat is only encounterable through seven kilometer eggs it's not out in the wild it's it's nothing it's fucking bullshit with the amount of egg incubators i've been using i i was sitting on a nice stockpile of fucking coins man and I, I'm tapped out. I'm done. I have maybe one or two more batches left of incubators, and I'm done. And I haven't gotten a single single shiny out of it, let alone, you know, like a, a four-star. But, I mean, I can't complain because with part one, you know, the altered form of Giratina was in raids. And I finally scratched that itch. I caught myself a shiny Giratina. So now I have both both forms of it, but again, that one took me a good twenty raid passes to fucking get. But more importantly, something that I've been quite literally working on for the last year or so. Um, Riley, do you vaguely remember me talking about Jurassic World Live? Oh, I more than vaguely remember. <laughs> it. I can I can never forget such boredom and mediocrity. Eh, hey, it's a good game. But anyway, <laughs> I am a hairline fracture away from unlocking my very first apex rarity dinosaur and just just for clarification i posted a screenshot of the mortem rex in the podcast record channel so the fellow host can look at it um to unlock a apex dinosaur you need 300 dna and you can get the apex dna either by fusing you know the corresponding uh, materials that you need or you know you do the raids of the apex dinosaurs and Granted, with these raids, you can do them as many times as you want, but you only get the DNA of that raid dinosaur once a week. 
So every every Sunday, you know, more Temrex is in, you know, like the raid cycle. And you can get anywhere between 15 to 40 DNA, you know, per, you know, per Apex raid, if, that, if you guys are following me on that one. 15 to 40 DNA once per week. And right now I'm sitting at 260 out of 300 DNA for Mortem. Interesting. So, so if I'm lucky, if I, and I'm fucking hoping I am next week, hopefully I hit 40. Just this so is worse than gambling. It, it fucking is. It's heartbreaking. Like, I am so goddamn You know close. why it's also worse than gambling? Because you don't even get your money back. Nope. You do not. But yeah, I've been I've been doing that. I've been playing Cafe Remix. Uh, the new event started yesterday, and I did manage to recruit Palkia to my to my staff. So I now have the Space Dragon on the uh, on the good old payroll system. <laughs> uh, Palkia and... going to his nine to five, cashing his tip paycheck. Exactly. They don't get fucking tips. Oh shit. They get free food, man. Damn it. The bartering system. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, I haven't really done done much else as of as of late. You know, mainly Pokemon Go, Jurassic World Alive. Uh I picked up uh, Legends Arceus for a little bit the other day. You know, just lightly playing it. I'm going to try to beat it before Scarlet and Violet comes out. And, and when I mean by beat it, I want to beat Arceus. Which is Yeah, which I need is to beat goal. it. I need to at least get to where the fucking credits roll, you know? Yeah, you're going to have to fight Valdo or whatever the fuck his name is. I, I'm, I'm forgetting his name. Where's Valdo? <laughs> <laughs> um... I, I will also, I, I know I made a comment back in the news uh, segment, but uh, this upcoming Friday, which is the 4th of November, uh, I will be camping outside of GameStop before it opens because I'm going to try to snag the Scarlet and Violet OLED Switch. Sick. I'm going to try to. Oh, you bet your asses, I'm going to try to. Um, but yeah, that pretty much about about covers it for me so with that being said we will go ahead and just you know hop into the next segment all right you guys as we kind of have been doing if my memory serves correctly because it's the halloween episode Ooh, spooky unless if you oh, guys have a better suggestion. I was going to read a creepypasta. Oh, let's go for it. Bad, but okay. Go <laughs> ahead. All right. That's uh, a dumb idea. Why did we do this? <laughs> no one else came up with any Halloween themed things. Well, what Halloween themed things have we done in the past? Fuck, I don't know. I can't remember. Talk about spooky games. <laughs> anyway, I will be reading The Escaped Man. Okay. <laughs> the... mm. So the rain was falling heavily. It was like driving through a thick curtain of water. He eased off the accelerator a little. Had to be careful driving on wild nights like these. Last thing you'd want is to have an accident or break down. You just want to be at home on these stormy nights. The thwack thwack of the windscreen... Uh, wipers was hypnotic he stared out into the glow of the headlights the rain sounded like white noise interference as it battered the car he was reminded of the opening scene of a Hitchcock film through the, wa the wash of the rain he spotted a figure at the side of the road the person wore a green parka and had their thumb jerked out why on earth would anyone be hitchhiking tonight surely you would just stay put until the morning they must have been in a rush to get where they were going he signaled down and pulled over. The hitchhiker climbed in. He shut the door quickly, glad to be out of the rain, pulled his hood back inside. He was somewhere in his mid-twenties and had wild red hair and a thick beard. No, this isn't me. Awful night, eh, said the driver. The hitchhiker held his gaze for a long moment. Drops of the rainwater trickled down his face. Yes, 
Yes, it is. The driver pulled out and continued through the storm. The hitchhiker glanced over his shoulder into the blackness behind them. You okay? The hitchhiker simply nodded. They drove on in silence for a short while. The BBC radio phone in bl blaring out from the car speaker filled in for the conversation. They listened to the radio and their own thoughts as they moved on. Where are you headed? asked the driver. North, the hitchhiker pointed. Are you traveling to visit friends? <laughs> the driver couldn't tell if that was a yes or no. He adjusted his tie nervously. The, hitch the hitcher stared at him in his suit and tie. The hitcher seemed scruffy in comparison in his parka and pink Floyd t-shirt. Do you work around here? asked the hitcher. Yes, said the driver. I was stuck, I was stuck late at the office. You know how it is. No, not really. Again, they drifted into silence. The talk show carried on as they drove through the wind and rain. The hitcher shifted in his seat and stared out the windscreen. No music? The hitcher asked. What? Is there no music we could listen to? I like to the talk radios. I'm not really a music fan. The hitcher's eyes glazed for a moment, then he spoke. I like listening to music. It calms me down. The driver said nothing. Several miles later, there was a news bulletin on the radio. The reporter tried to remain professional as she read the announcement. We are getting reports that a patient has escaped from the Manchester Psychiatric Institution. The man is said to be a psych to be psychopathic. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. And is said to have a history of murder. The hitcher jabbed a finger on the button on the radio panel. Tiny pop music blurted out from the speakers. The driver stared at his passenger, his questions unasked. I hate the news, answered the hitcher. It's so depressing. It brings me down. There is never any good news, is there? The driver did not reply. Don't worry, I'm not the killer, said the hitcher, fidgeting with his coat. No, said the driver. I mean, no, of course you aren't. I drove on listening to the crazy pop music and overexcited radio DJs. The rain pounded on the car. What do you do for a living, asked the driver. The hitcher was quiet for a moment, then he grinned. I'm a writer. Really, how interesting. Have you had anything published? No, as yet I am a undiscovered artist. I'm sure you will make it. What are you working on at the moment? I'm writing a novel. Yes? It's about a serial killer. The driver did not speak. He flicked the talk radio station back on, and man was rambling on with himself about the change in days his wheelie bins were emptied. Where can I drop you? asked the driver. The hitcher said nothing when the driver glanced around his passenger had his eyes closed. He was either asleep or feigning slumber. They drove on through the storm through the snaking lines. An hour later, the storm still growled and enraged. The hitcher looked out the window. The driver steered the car in silence. Another news bulletin came over the radio. We're getting more information on the escape patient. The killer's name is Simon Hughes. He escaped from the Green Pastures Institute earlier this evening. Simon Hughes made his escape by changing from his hospital issue uniform into a suit and tie and pretended to be one of the medical staff. He stole a car and drove off. The hitcher turned to the driver. Dad. What did you say your name was? My name is Simon. The hitcher stared in shock. Simon grinned. The headlights of a passing car glinted off as the knife blade in Simon's hand. Ta-da. Mm -hmm. Whoa, that was super epic, spooky, great show. It totally was. <laughs> Yay. Also, uh... Yeah, I'm, I'm not the best at reading, you guys. I mean, I enjoy reading creepypastas, and I've always wanted to, you know, just read creepypastas, so hopefully you guys like that. Um, uh, Riley, uh, I don't know if you've listened to any recent Pixels episodes, but we kind of merged the topic with the bullshit a bit. So take the reins, okay. my guy! What What's on your mind? Tell me, what was a costume that you enjoyed dressing up as a kid? You know, let's get some spooky, spooky things going on. God, I don't know. I never really got as invested in the Halloween costume as some kids did. It was kind of just like whatever I could put on to create the excuse necessary to obtain large amounts of free candy. <laughs> like the, I think the most memorable Halloween costume I can think of is my, I, I had like a little self-made um, Future Trunks cosplay. Nice. That I wore at Halloween. I don't remember when, but I know I was like a young kid. I had like, 
I had the like black tank top fit from the epilogue. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had like a fake sword, and I had a purple wig. Nice. It was, it was pretty sick. What what uh, what about you, Don? Dude. Did you ever? Did you go trick or treating? Oh fuck! I love Halloween. No man. Uh, well, first first and foremost, here in my country of origin, uh, celebrating Halloween is uh, nationally forbidden because oh. it's also on the same day as uh, the Day of the Shield. You know how you, uh, some countries have like a shield crest in their flags or uh, something that means something to them. Yeah. I don't know if you guys are aware of that. Yeah, yes. I'm aware well, of Ecuador, it. Well, uh... Ecuador... Hmm? Yeah, I'm aware of it. Yeah. Well, essentially, Ecuador, uh, the one, the thing that, differ- that uh, makes a difference between Ecuador, Colombia, and Peru is that Colombia only has the colors in the flag. Peru... Uh, sorry, not Peru. Uh, Venezuela. So Colombia only has the colors. Venezuela has stars in the flag with the same exact colors. And then... Uh, we Ecuadorians have the colors and the shield, the shield crest. Uh, and basically, the day that we made that shield was October 31st. So because we did that, uh, in order to preserve patriotism, uh, Halloween is technically banned, not in the sense that you can't do it, but essentially in any like public uh or government space, like, you know, public schools right, you, or, you, you know, any government or events or anything. Essentially, yeah, the 31st is the day of the shield. It's not the day of the of Hallow's Eve or anything of that sort. Gotcha. Having that in mind, I've dressed up for every Halloween. <laughs> nice. And it's, Zero. Let's go. And it's a thing. Like, everybody here dresses up. The only people who don't dress up are Christians, like the hardcore Christians that believe the Halloween is a day of the devil. Like, those are the only people who don't. Everybody else here, like, dresses up, you know. Uh, and, and you know, usually the in, like, enclosed communities, you know, gated communities are the only places that you can actually trick-or-treat. Because if you go out on the street uh, at night uh, on any street, They'll even kill if you're you. the wealthiest, yeah, you'll, you'll basically appear dead in the morning. So, <laughs> oh my god, I was kidding. Whoa, no, it, that, that's a thing. Like, if I went when I had to go trick or treating, I was either living in a gated community and we went to the houses inside of the gated community, or we would go in the car to the house of some friends and then you know, trick, trick or treat there, get up on the car, and then drive to the next house because just walking across the street at night will get you killed. Or you know your organs will get sold sold on the black market. Either or, um, they're just they're just gangs everywhere. I imagine them in the leather jackets walking up to you, snapping their fingers, like yeah, yeah. see, get out of our territory. See, this happens uh, in Ecuador. I'm sure they speak exactly like that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. They don't, you know, are well, basically an alphabetic. Uh, you know, yeah. Essentially, that's 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 how I spend my Halloweens. In terms of costumes. Uh, I've done the typical skeleton. I once dressed up as Winnie the Pooh. Um, I also uh, dressed up as a as a pumpkin, I guess. But my most memorable costumes are not from when I was a child, but rather when I was uh, a teenager, almost an adult. Uh, around when I was like 17 years old, 16 years old, I uh, we had art class, and uh, they told us to make masks for... Uh, one of the holidays uh, that had nothing to do with Halloween. Uh, and, uh, you know, because Ecuadorians and Aztecs and masks. So, you know, we made masks, but we could make whatever we wanted. And I decided to make py- Pyramid Head's mask. Nice. So everybody, w- so everybody just inflated their balloons and they paper mache something on it and they just painted it. I fucking got some wood from a workshop and I started creating the triangle head and made this huge fucking mask that basically had a wood uh a wooden frame and then paper mache uh for the for the for the sides and I made this huge mask and basically for Halloween when Halloween came which was like a month later I put on this mask and then a bath towel and I was just pyramid head without Dude. the sword sadly but that Hell is one yeah, of the man. first times I decided to make my own costume, and I was so fucking proud of it. This time around, I made a payday costume. So I basically, I I bought 
uh, a tie for forty dollars and uh, and a blazer for two hundred dollars to get the to get the fancy shit going on. So I basically dressed up real fancy like, and then I made uh, Dallas's mask uh, uh, by hand on a V for Vendetta mask. I basically just painted it over with some sharpie and created this uh, Dallas um, a costume for Halloween. Nice. Which I got to wear uh, on Friday. Fancy. Yeah, it was it was a very expensive cosplay, but boy, I loved it. Uh, yeah, those are my two most memorable ones, which are the ones that I built myself. The, like the costumes that I make myself, uh, usually I make them for Halloween. Those are the ones that have the biggest impact because I did this. I did this. I made it. It was me. It was my idea, and my hands made it, and my money paid for it. So, yes. It's my money, oh. and I need it now. One of my most recent Halloween costumes, I dressed up as an old lady. That was pretty good. Oh, we do that every year here. <laughs> it's a tradition to go full transvestite on the New Year's here in Ecuador. Let's fucking go! Ecuador sounds based! Essentially, uh, on New Year's Eve, uh, there is this tradition that we call the widows, where essentially men would dress up like a widow, but they would dress up like a horny widow. So they would have uh, thighs exposed, and you know, a lot of makeup on, like almost clown-like makeup Holy on, shit. really big fake boobs and fake ass, and we would just harass people for money. And that's Please? a tradition here. Heroes, yes. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's a thing. But yeah, those are the two. Those are the things. I personally, I've never dressed up as a widow myself, but uh, basically everybody here does it. Like even my closest friends do it. So it's like, yeah, that's a that's a thing. That's a tradition here. Huh? I had no idea. Yeah. yeah. What kind it's of stupid shit have you us. worn, Genji? Mm-hmm. Uh, one year I went as a inflatable T-Rex. Ooh. Hell yeah. To which I still have to oh. this day. Oh, nice. Uh, how old were you when you first had it? Like, do you still fit inside? Yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, it's good times. Uh, I know for like seven years straight growing up as a kid, I was a vampire. <laughs> I just that was oh. it. That was that was simple, simple just, dude. Just dressing up a little bit nice, just putting on some pale makeup on, and maybe a little blood all around the lip and some fake tooth if you had them. Yep, that's exactly it. Solid, you know. And if you go to a party, you're like the fifth one dressed like that. Honestly, yeah, it really was. It's, it's an easy costume. But, I haven't I haven't know, done Halloween in a long a, time. Uh, since being a uh, a parent, like I haven't I haven't dressed up in a in a long time. But you know there there are perks of being a parent because uh, you know dad tax. You know I I have to inspect the candy. You know after I take the the crotch goblin. You're a fucking monster. You're <laughs> a fucking absolute beast that should be slain. Also. I'm uh I'm really getting into the fucking like Halloween mood here. And um I went to the local local card shop here and I bought uh Ghost Trick Yu-Gi-Oh cards cuz I want to build a uh, Ghost Trick deck. What's up guys? Do you enjoy podcasts like us? Have you ever yes. wanted to start one of your own? Are you too scared yes. to start one? Well, to be honest, yes. we were scared in the very beginning before we started Pixels. But luckily, we found Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout is one of the easiest ways to start a podcast. They're a dedicated team driven to help your podcast succeed. Their website is very simple to use and gives you stats on your show. It's amazing. They put your podcast on all the different podcast players like Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. Exactly. And we love Buzzsprout so much, we recently became a affiliate. Start your own podcast using our special link, which will be in the show description. Today, and after upgrading to any service plan, you will be able to receive a $20 Amazon gift card. 
join us, us Pixels, and over 100,000 other users using Buzzsprout today. Buzzsprout, easiest way to podcast. And now we will return you to your show. Thank you very much. Thank you. Some of the some some of the ghost trick monsters are actually pretty cool, pretty cool looking. Ghost trick, okay, interesting. I will uh, I'll pluck I'll pluck a random one. Like uh, do you want to see ghost trick specter or ghost trick skeleton? Ghost trick skeleton, because spooky scary skeletons. Best. No, that that's the ones. thing. All these ghost trick cards are are fucking adorable. Oh, he looks like a baby skeleton, and that is not a disturbing image at all. And then, you know, here's another Oh, one. my God. Here's another one. Ghost Trick Warwolf. Or Warwolf. Werewolf. Oh, my God. They're just basically chibis. They they, they really like, are, and he, here's like, like a like real the, cute one. They look like Dor- Doraemons. Digimon, Digimons. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I can see that. And uh, for the listeners, I posted a screenshot of Ghost Trick Jack Frost. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to build a Ghost Trick deck. I did, uh, I made the comment yesterday Riley on your show that I'm sure you'll plug at the end of this episode uh, I scratched mm. the itch I got the same rarity of a card in one of my other main decks and now they're all the same rarity they're both shiny or all three of the copies are shiny you know, definitely scratched the itch in, in that regard but yeah fucking God, I, I just I love Halloween. I love it. Halloween is cool. You get you get all the, the cool fucking costumes and shit. And you get the Halloween events and a bunch of other things. And even more specifically, you know, you got the Halloween events for like Pokemon Go. Like that is that is like one of my like top three favorite events of the entire fucking year is Halloween. Granted, as much as I'm pissed off with Pogo right now. Overall, I'm still, you know, enjoying myself. <coughs> Excuse me. So yeah, what uh, what else Halloweeny? You guys have on mind? Halloweeny. Halloweeny. Oh, you can come up with so many names for like food ideas, like Halloweeny, a boo. Oh, burger. I saw this thing. Essentially, uh, you basically baked chocolate chip cookies, and as soon as they were fresh out of the oven, you used a toothpick to draw spider legs on the chocolate chips while they were still warm. Serious? Oh, wow. The you can make them look like you know cartoon spiders, or you can make them look like legit fucking spiders. Dude, that sounds fucking awesome. Uh, I'll I'll post an image of what it looks like, and trust me, it's not great. Uh, should I censor it? Is, any, is anybody in Pixel's uh, podcast in podcast record uh, a huge arachnophobe? No. All right, then here it goes. Oh, dude, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. So yeah, that's on a, that's one of the ideas. If I ever like bake cookies for Halloween, I'm gonna make sure to do that because that sounds that looks cool. As you should. <coughs> I don't know, what about you, Riley? Do you have any uh, Halloween traditions that you do nowadays, or is it just uh, another day for you? Oh, he is muted. Dom, do you have any Halloween traditions? said uh just a trick-or-treating shit uh i know my parents uh love to decorate the house 
as soon as October hit. So by the time like October was like on the tenth, uh, the house already had like a lot of like little little flags, uh, little ghosts uh, pinned mm-hmm. up on the, on, the, on the things. Like decorations were in and outside of the house. And my mother, because she like uh, super super uh, agile with her hands when it comes to like crafts and uh, arts and crafts, it's always like a huge thing across the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's her tradition. I, I've done fuck all. Um, another tradition here, at least here in Ecuador, uh, is because Halloween is close to Dia de los Muertos, uh, we have these uh, two things, which are guaguas de pan and uh, colada morada. So guaguas de pan uh, is funny because I'm going to explain it, and you're going to think, what the fuck? We essentially create a bread shaped like small children and what? decorate them, right? And we eat that bread. And it basically looks like a small child in a coffin because, you know, they have their arms crossed. And it's called guaguas de pan, which means uh, children bread or bread children. And the what other the thing... What yeah, I know, but here's the thing. You, we usually don't make them look dead. We just make them look super happy with decorated with like sugar and bright pastel colors, so they look like help. beautiful little little people, right? Like yeah. little, like little bread, like little bread person, uh, but like tucked in like for like for like like a mummy. Uh, and we also have uh, this drink called colada morada, which is basically this uh, super thick. Uh, drink made out of lots of different like red fruits like you know uh, strawberry basically all sorts of berries uh, strawberries uh, blueberries uh, yeah. berries you know a, ch- a little bit of cherry also um, and, and also I think a little bit of pineapple as well and we also thicken it with a little bit of uh, uh, flour I think uh, I'll, I'll fetch you a picture uh, alright I'm not gonna lie man it's starting to sound real fucking good right now oh no it Oh, look, here's one of the things that we do with the Wawa's the Pan, right? Like, we sometimes uh, fill the living shit out of these things with fucking chocolate or manja or, uh, or uh, what, what's the other name? Like, uh, not whipped cream. What is the name of the caramel um, kind of like buttery substance that you can put on bread? What? <laughs> Uh, it, it's something that you, you, you Americans you you eat this, but I don't know the name in America. Uh, essentially, uh, this is uh, this is what we, what we look like uh, when we make the what was the pan, right? Yeah. Dude, that are you blush. talking about butterscotch? No, it's not butterscotch. Uh, manjar de leche in English. Let me just double check what this is called. Uh, Arequipe milk delicacy. Milk delicacy. That's what. It, that's what Google Translate. Uh, uh, how do you call it? It sounds like butterscotch to me, man. I mean, it could be. Uh, Fragancia de Dominaciones. But the but the but the but the but the but the name 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 name. Dose de leche. Jesus Christ! Come on, where is it called in in English? Uh, caramel spread. Gotcha. Right. So we have these guaguas de pan, which are either filled to the brim with uh, caramel spread. Uh, they're filled to the brim with Nutella or just uh, chocolate or uh, jam. And we drink oh it with this, with this thick, uh, fruity uh, 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 cup that is usually extremely warm. So that's, a, that's an Ecuadorian tradition, and obviously uh, I'm a part of it because of that. Gotcha. Well, uh, Riley, did you do you have any Halloween traditions? No, not really. I haven't even really celebrated for these past couple of years. Um, really, you sound like you don't really live. No, uh, yeah, the, <laughs> I I don't really live. It's true. Uh, Let me just ask you a quick question: Was the pandemic the best thing that could ever happen to you? No, it was the worst thing. It ruined oh, okay. my existence. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Except it wasn't real, so <laughs> it didn't ruin anything, actually. Uh, satire, satire. It, satire. it was satire. real. It was real, don't worry. Uh, <laughs> Your existence was real? Are you sure about that? 
No, I, I'm a figment of your imagination. Uh, that makes sense. Well, you can replace the imaginary horse. Um, <laughs> so what... Yeah, I'm going to make him imaginary if he doesn't step down, bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, I don't really do Halloween all that much recently. Um, I did some, like, I, I bought some, like, dollar store trinkets um, in 2020. So I had, like, costume stuff for work. Didn't do that 2021. Um, a lot of it was just trick-or-treating which I did a lot later than a lot of kids did I think the last time I trick-or-treated I was 16 and eventually yeah. it just kind of became something I did alone like without anybody else but like people, people know me in this neighborhood they know I'm just like the nice like smiley kid next door who never fucking grew up <laughs> so <laughs> they're happy to give me candy or at least they were even up to age 16 but nowadays, I don't really do much. Well, cool. Well, all right. Uh, do, do you guys have anything, anything else of, uh, of note for this episode? Nah. This is the last episode before two hundred. So yeah. holy shit. Yeah, it, it will legitimately be a big deal, and I will kind of touch on that a, a, a little bit um, at the end of the show. Or I guess it is the end of the show. But So next week, yeah, it's going to be our big 200, you know. Uh, do, do I have a fucking yay sound bit here? Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Guys, guys, guys. I'm, I'm getting a phone call. Hold on, hold on. Oh, Lord. Well, yes. Oh, I see. Good news, everyone! It's episode 200 next week! Whoa! Hey! <laughs> but anyway, we will be celebrating. Uh, next week will be a extended Pixel, so please look forward to it. It will come out normally a week from tomorrow as of recording, so it will be up. Uh, let's see, because I'm looking at my handy-dandy ca calendar. It will be up on the 7th of November. So please look forward to that. But until then, Riley, where can people find you on the uh, vast interwebs? All right, gamers, there's plenty of places, but there's two things I'm going to plug in particular today rather than plugging the usual central hub because, like, there's a bunch of shit that I don't really care about you finding. Um, the two big things, two, two podcasts you can check out. Um, one of those podcasts is a podcast with um, another former co-host of the show, one Colo Chu. Uh, which Genji was on the most recent episode of uh, Detour Ahead, which can be found on anchor.fm slash Detour Ahead or as Detour Ahead on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It's pretty cool. <clears throat> Me and Colo do that once a week, kind of. <clears throat> okay. And then there is The Issue Crew. The Issue Crew is my new main product project. Me and... <clears throat> six of my closest internet friends we come together once a week we discuss a topic we also do a movie review podcast on that channel and we do gaming videos and shit too it's it's crazy there's so many things uh check out the issue crew on youtube or you can check it out on podcast platforms like spotify and apple podcasts um and that's all housed at anchor.fm slash issue crew cool all right dom where can people find you you yeah. Find me on YouTube, uh, Domaldo's Gaming Channel. You can also find me on Twitter at Sadixmen. Uh, I have some videos up there if you would like to check them out. And uh, I don't really tweet a lot, but I retreat on some things. Uh, I'm still working on that. Jinji, uh, where can people find you? You can find me on my personal Twitter at Ranging Jinji. You can follow the show at PPF Podcast. All of our communication channels are down in the episode description. If you want to leave a voicemail for episode 200, Please, for the love of God, leave a voicemail. I don't care if it's satire bullshit. Just Bug is We need the attention. We need the attention, damn it. But yeah, like, stay tuned next week for episode 200. Like I said, got some stuff in the works for you guys. It's it's, it's gonna it's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be a good time because you, you don't you don't hit 200 very often. You, pro you usually hit it once. Right, yeah. this one. But, uh, all right, you guys, this has been 
episode Slow Bro or 199 of Pixel Polygons and Fun. Wait, you mean Slow King? Slow King, yeah, my bad. What the, where the <laughs> fuck have I been? But my bad, episode Slow King of Pixels. I've been your host, Jinji. I've been Riley. And I've been Tomaldo. Stay tuned next week for the Pixels 200 episode spectacular or episode mysterious. Thank you guys. Yeah. Catch you next week. Bye bye.